Good morning, sons. Okay. So early this week, I had a dream, okay, where I saw uh, the words "look above and not beneath," and as I saw that, I saw a realm, and in this realm were sons, sons dwelling in this realm, and I could see promises, inheritances, and everything that we have ever desired as a substance of hope getting added supernaturally onto, the, onto, onto us, onto sons, okay? So um, there are two things in this. One is your origin and who you are, and the other is your position, okay? So we are born from above. We are born of God, of the incorruptible seed. And we are now living in this world as sons of God, a new creation. Okay? So we are not of this world, but we live in this world. So we are not to conform and identify to the realities of this world, but to conform to the realities of the heavenlies. Okay? Um, so we'll just go on to Colossians 3.1. We'll just... Read Colossians 3.1 first. Yes. Okay, it's only partly there. Okay. Um, so there's only partly there. I'll read the rest of it. Um, you have that? Now, how do these promises... So from the dream, what I saw was our hope, which was a substance. Okay, faith is that. Hope, which is a substance. Not uh, hope... Yeah, substance and things which are not seen, okay? Now, how does this get added unto you supernaturally, effortlessly? All right? Okay. For faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah, the evidence of things not seen. Okay? 3, 1. Okay. Since you have been raised to a new life with Christ, you have been raised with Christ. And set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits on the place of honor at God's right hand. That's where you are seated. Okay? Think about the things of the heaven, not of the things of the earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. So where are you? In Christ, in God. That's your position. Okay? Now, can we go on to the diagram? Okay. Now, this, this which Priya had shared, this realm of life, you are seated here, in Christ, in God. It's a realm. Okay? And when you are seated in this realm, all your promises, all your inheritances, all that you ever desired are yes and amen and added unto you supernaturally. Okay? There is nothing you need to do. All you need is to just awaken to that truth. This is the realm of rest where you're fathered, where your whole life is hidden in Christ. And uh, it's a... It's a, a realm of life where things multiply exponentially. Okay? Okay, I'll just... Can, you, can we go on to 2 Corinthians 1? 
Okay, so 2 Corinthians says, for all the promises, all, all the promises of the Father in him, in Christ, are yes, and in Christ, amen. Okay, and Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the diagram that you saw, and all these things shall be added unto you. Okay, so there's nothing you need to do, you just awaken to who you are, know who you are, walk this life knowing who you are. Okay, amen. Now, uh, I'm moving on to the next part. Okay, this I'll, um, uh, Isaiah 54, yes. So we'll read Isaiah 54. We'll read it first. Okay, so all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. Okay, so in this uh, recent few months, there have been uh, questions, there have been situations regarding parenting, you know, children, uh, children issues, uh, teenagers issues, you know, so basically it's an exhortation for parents. Um, I will share, I will illustrate a couple of personal uh, ex experiences with you and I will show you how real the word is living and active and if you cooperate with the Holy Spirit, co-labor with the Holy Spirit, you will see that all the situations will just align. Okay, so um, okay, so my son has just entered teenagehood, all right, and a uh, couple of months back, and uh, and I thought, oh, you know, a worldly way of thinking. Now, you know, the influences of the world, um, his group of friends. Um, I was thinking, who is he mixing with? What is he doing? Why is he always on social media? So a little bit, you know, anxious. I got a little anxious, or the thoughts started coming towards me. Okay. And uh, I started taking very drastic steps, very, very rigid, you know, I confiscated his um, iPhone and uh, iPad and all his gadgets, very strict rules. Then uh, that was, I was behaving in a worldly manner as a mother, okay, and, uh, and then one day the Lord or the Holy Spirit told me, you are a son, get back into position, okay. Let go, the children of the, of the righteous are taught by the Lord. So because the word says so, I just did it. I did it, I didn't know what was going to happen, but with a lot of difficulty, I did it. And I just set some ground rules, and I basically let him grow, okay? So over the period of the last six months, um, there were classes, there were skits in his school, which he started participating, uh, he actually started acting in those skits. Okay, so they formed a group, there was a skit made, and he w uh, got a major role in that skit. Then he became the chief editor of that skit, and then it was released to the school, to the teachers, and he got high commendation from the whole school, and lots of praises, and uh, there was one part of it, and then uh, he, started hanging out with this group of students, he came into the company of these students, okay, who happened to be the cream of his school and very focused, very responsible, very good, well-behaved children of the world. Eh? And uh, 
seeing that, my son became more responsible. He started taking care of the little one. Um, and uh, school was not a problem. Like, we uh, went offline. He gets up at 6, 5.45 a.m. on his own, prepares his own breakfast, goes to school, comes back on, from school on his own, does all his work on his own projects. He started acing his uh, exams and uh, very responsible at home. So I saw this change over the period of last six months. And uh, it's just because I let go and I rested as a son, you know. And, uh, and after that, uh, last week, uh, Holy Spirit prompted, he said, uh, Holy, Holy Spirit said that praise him, praise him, okay. So I, I sent a nice text and then I praised him. I said, I'm very proud of you. You've been a very good child. Then thoughts came. Okay, now he's going to get puffed up and maybe go back to his old ways. <laughs> okay, then I just observed him over the next few days. He became more responsible, more diligent, more everything that was good. Okay, so I just saw that it multiplied. It multiplied. And all we have to do as parents, sometimes we get anxious, sometimes we, thoughts come in, you know, and we don't sanctify ourselves. We forget that we are sons and we, are, we think we are mothers first. No, but we actually we are sons first. Okay. And uh, the thing is to get into your position and just let them be. Because the next verse says, John 17, 10. Okay. All... And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I'm glorified in them. So all of mine are his. Okay, whether it's my computer, like Priya says, laptop, phone, mother, father, children are his. And it's his job to look after them. He will look after them. They are all in the blood. Okay, so that's one illustration. The second illustration is happened recently. Uh, my mother, who is also a son, a baby son. <laughs> okay, so recently she was diagnosed with a high blood pressure. And uh, one of the doctors said that she's got a kidney problem. Oh, this is a very severe kidney problem and, you know, pressure's high. So she, that was the report of the doctor to her. So in uh, worldly terms, she freaked out. So she called me and then she was like, you know, this, you know the doctor said uh, um, kidney problems, you shouldn't have spoken like that and blah, blah, blah. Okay, now she's a baby son. Who's the matured son? Me, right? <laughs> so what did I do? Okay, I did not get sucked into those anxieties. I, and yes, and emotions. I sanctified myself with the truth, okay? And what's the truth? All of mine are his. <laughs> That's it. And she is a son herself, okay? That's all. So I cut the, I cut the line. I said everything's going to be fine. And that's it. Get your blood test done. And I, I hung up. As ruthless and merciless as it seems, okay? And as irresponsible as it seems. Actually, it's the most res responsible thing to do is to rest, the moment you get into rest, everything comes into alignment, number one, and nothing can touch your rest, okay? So she went for a blood test, the test the reports came, okay? And everything, and I didn't even check it immediately. I did it like after 36 hours, 48 hours, checked it, and all were fine. There was no kidney issues, nothing was there. 10 years, she's not done blood test, everything was fine, okay? And uh, so I said, see, 
it's all good okay and now you're happy and <laughs> and i i did not even get into a conversation i just said everything is good now she had to see a cardiologist regarding her pressure and uh, so she was again going on oh i have to see a cardiologist you know why cardiologist so i said uh, i and again sanctified myself with the truth and i said if you don't want to see it don't otherwise just go everything is going to be fine cut the line again okay so she happened to go she went to the cardiologist i came to know like after some days uh, maybe uh, one and a half days later and um, see i did not get sucked into all the emotions i'm at rest right now she has some desires she's a son she's got desires right she wants care she wants attention she wants encouragement all right father knows she is his all right so she meets the cardiologist and the cardiologist happens to be an old colleague of mine who knows me quite well so she gave extra attention she gave all the comfort that she wanted and uh, she was very comforting so my mother was like just over the moon it was not the problem of the pressure it's just that she wanted all these <laughs> which the father took care because she is his <laughs> okay and then she came and told me you know your friend and all that i said okay very good now you <laughs> now all fine all done okay now you just do what she says and that's it yeah so yeah so when you when things like this come situations um crisis or anything related to your dear dear ones and loved ones okay just rest cast your cares know that they are in his blood in that in that realm okay and they are all his and he will take care of it Okay, amen. I'm going to change my sermon today. Yes. I've changed it. Yeah, so put that picture up. I'm going to speak on that. Geetus. <laughs> How many love that? How many want to hear Geetu more? <laughs> I can see the father preparing. <laughs> I told Gitu, yeah, we'll start. So Gitu asked me, will it be giving? I said, no, it can be something else. I said, share that. And uh, there's so much of life in it, right? You can see. So, uh, so good. So, you know, I was, uh, uh, I had something that I wanted to do. And I feel he wants me to do this. Okay. So can everyone see that? Can someone put that picture in the group? Or just say, we already have it in the group. Yeah. Yeah, people can see it. Okay. So, um, I love the testimonies that came and we're going to call today maybe like a little recap. Is that okay? Okay. Recap of everything I'll take from the testimonies. Uh, the reason I shared, see how Geetu's testimony or everyone that you're hearing, the inheritance is getting added. And how is it getting added? In the midst of the problem when you don't let the problem identify you, give you an identity of who you are. And that's what sanctification is. What is sanctification? Separating yourself. Okay. I love the verses that she took. So I might just take those same ones again. Okay. So we have Esau, no? We have, uh, okay. Jika doesn't know what that is, but that app that you use to get the verses out. Okay. So let's go, let's read something. And then I'm just going to talk a bit more on that. Born again means... Very good. 
you they are of this world but are you from this world you are not of this world okay so we are in this world but not of this world okay uh, just the way geetu had this vision and she shared with me she she saw a dream where she said all she had to do was focus it the in the vision in the dream she saw see above set your minds on things above okay so let's read that verse and what is god saying set your minds on things above what is he what is he telling you keep looking up to the stars what is he saying yes what is your origin born again means born from above i had a similar dream and so when geetu shared this i was like wow that's exactly what the lord has told me and in my dream i i saw it was written upward look upward okay and even as i kept focusing uh my mind on things from above i could see all things very clearly how how many know that when you go to the top of a building if you are on a very heighted building and now you look down you can see everything you have a clear view but when you're at the foot of the building can you see anything there's no clarity you don't know but when you're looking from above you can see everything very clearly okay so let's read that i'm on second colossians 2 colossians i'm just going to read chapter 2 uh, colossians verse 20 therefore if you died with christ from the basic principles of the world why as though have why as though living in the world do you subject yourself to regulations do not touch do not taste do not handle which all concern things which perish with the using according to the commandments and the doctrines of doctrines of god doctrines of men let's read that again therefore if you died with christ what did you die with it's saying from the basic principles of the world that means the world has patterns and cycles but the word is telling you jesus is saying you died with me now these things are there in the world but they're not applicable for you that's why we set we do not conform to the patterns and cycles of this world but the bible says by renewing of your mind you sanctify yourself you're separating yourself from the patterns and cycles of the world okay so just because her the instance of like parents should worry about their children so what does the word say oh let me take all the gadgets away from the kids let me take all the gadgets away from my kid so that now this is the way i'm separating him from the world and then what does the father tell her yeah this is the way the world is doing it and because you've been looking at the world you've got this pattern in you and this lie in you that even you need to do it that way and then what was the truth that god gave her he gave her a word he said that all the children of the righteous are taught by the lord all yours are mine and he was telling geetu can you let go can you rest in this truth that you this is your truth and not what the world's world has it that their their kids all this stuff will happen but for you they will be sanctified by me i am father over them in all things they are in the blood and so what does she do she releases and now suddenly the same son certain things happen certain situations happen and god causes right company for the son the bad influences go suddenly it gets filtered and now he starts hanging out because of this new dramatic play or whatever he's in with a new set of friends 
and now what does he want to do with the new set of friends he wants to be just like them because they are studious they think and she could have never done that but now she's allowing the father to be savior even over him all the promises of god in christ are yes and amen and why was she not seeing it before because she was coming into the identity of a mother i told you hear the message on lion king your first responsibility is to be a son then you can be in the identity of all of these but as a son you're in the identity of a son ministering to your son or your daughter or however it is all things go in chaos and out of order when you come into the identity of a mother or a daughter or a uh, you know boss minister in all things as a son first so as a mother she was trying to be savior over her children and then the minute she came into the position of a son she read the promises of god how do you become partakers of the divine nature that means have all the inheritance added to you how does it say that let's read that i'm going to flip back and forth through verses it's in second peter second peter chapter 1 I'll just read uh, from two. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things. See this, all things that pertain to life. Whose life? To your life. All things that pertain to life and godliness. What does godliness mean? God likeness. okay through his power he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue that means through the knowledge of him he is going to give you truths verse 4 by which have been given to us see this exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust do you know what happened geetu's child escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust can i have that illustration board up um thank you for the stands i know some sons sewed in and so if you look at these new stands we have is because of you do you like it yes. it has a drawer Okay. So I'm going to use two illustrations. Beloved is awake and alive. The world W O R L D. Okay? And this is your world. This is one reality. The law of sin and death works here and this is your reality. This is where you live in Christ. You're in this world. You're in this world, but not of this world. And how do you constantly and all the promises in Christ are yes and amen. How do you sanctify yourself through the word? Constantly separating yourself. That means what did Gitu do? The patterns and cycle of the world worry. And then she's sanctifying herself through the word she finds the word and at some point she just has to let go 
and that's how she stays. It's like a deeper and a deeper rest that you're getting, okay? Why did I draw it so small? Because I want to show you something else here. Okay, so let's say this is you. Is it proportionate? Okay. <laughs> this is your, I just want to say, okay? Your body, the law of sin and death is here. That's why this body, sin and death. The law of sin and death in Romans it says is in your members. Okay? But there is a new law. After you got born again, you're in Christ. Where is your life coming from? The Holy Spirit that is in you. And so, you know, like, um, you can have symptoms show up in your body. And that's okay. Don't be so scared. Like, oh, I don't want to say this. I, I keep saying lying symptoms. It is a lie, okay? Even if you say that, oh, there is sickness in your body, it can be. They're facts. But the truth is that you have a greater law in you that supersedes the law of sin and death, which is called the law of life. And as you know, even if you go on the moon, will you walk? Why? Because you're another law, a higher law than the law of gravity. So there automatically what will happen, you'll start levitating. So just the way, even if you have symptoms come in your body and you see that, yeah, my body looks like it's sick. And this law is active here because the body has the law of sin and death. But there is a greater law in you. What is that? the law of life and the word says that if you are in Christ the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness and if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you then what is going to happen his life that resurrection life is constantly repelling things out of you the resurrection life is giving life to your mortal bodies so how do you get it to work by believing, by resting. It's as simple as that. By just taking the greater truth that, yeah, I can see this and then I sanctify, but no, I'm not this. The truth is that my body has symptoms in it. But the greater truth is that the law of resurrection life is in me. And this life, resurrection life, is giving life to my mortal body. Father, I thank you that your word says I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. That's what you're doing. You're sanctifying yourself constantly. Then you go to rest knowing that, Father, I thank you. Yeah, all of these symptoms are there, but your resurrection life is kicking all of this out constantly. That's how you get that life to keep flowing out. Because you're not catching hold of it and being one with it. How did she do it? She released. She stopped worrying about it. Stopped running after her child that looks so irresponsible, but very responsible because now she realizes she's here. First, she was identifying with the patterns and cycles of the world and you'll never get life out of it because it's from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It'll still lead to death. You'll keep all your gadgets away. The kids will still go and get someone else's gadget. But what greater life to be that my kids are taught by you. What a rest. Do you know that the rest, can we have that picture up? Yeah. For you and me, in the world we were orphans. And so was your laptop, was also an orphan. <laughs> your understanding. And then you came in Christ and you became a son and so did your laptop. <laughs> really. 
because everything that belongs to you belongs to the father and you came back home to a life that is fathered in this world in the orphan realm you're creating your own reality oh i better do it and then when i do it all together and if i do it right i'll read some parenting books then i will have this fruit but it's still from the tree of knowledge of good and evil your greatest rest is that you're this side of the cross and everything that belongs to you is in the blood you learn to rest what is rest the more you start resting it's a trust i told you it's like you can't sleep on a hammock without knowing that the hammock is holding you it's trust it's release it's like just letting go of all of those cares resting that the blood has got you and what is she seeing now she's seeing the inheritance of the blood she could as a mother how much ever she loves her son could not plan and orchestrate all of that the dramatics and then the pure circle because then she has to make the kid like those friends also and all of that she couldn't and what rest for her that she's seeing the fruit of just letting go and trusting that the blood has has her child your greatest rest when you got born again you transfer from one kingdom from one rem to another rem it's the law of life where all things are added to you all the promises what does it say what does it say all the promises in christ are yes and amen are you in christ yes. so relax your whole life is hidden in christ with all the things in it look at your life right now with all your worries all your problems everything where is it it's in christ you live in his created reality your life is a finished work your whole life is governed and orchestrated by your father all things getting added to you why did the father send send jesus why did the father send jesus to bring you back where to him bring you back to him and now that you've come to him what does he want to do just be father to you be father in all things what does it say don't worry don't worry for what you eat what you will what where what you will wear what you drink why it says because my heavenly father your heavenly father desires to give you all these things but seek first the kingdom of god means please enter my rest and then he is saying once you've entered my rest all these things will be added to you seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness do you know when every time you set your mind on things above you're seeking his righteousness that means you're not forgetting who you are all the testimonies in this like jigar shared this testimony of her friend's son or child whoever is not well in that moment he is realizing what he can do it's come to the ears of a son oh this this child is in a coma not coming out but whose ears did it come to do you know what he sanctified himself he separated that's what i mean 
sanctification. So he realized it's come to my ears, so now I can fix this. And then he tells the parent, that parent, in two days she's going to be out, or he's going to be out. And then what happens, they are praying, whatever, but he knows it's him. And in two days, the child is out of a coma. Someone asked me, you know, I'm quoting scriptures, I'm saying I'm son, but it's not happening. Then you've not understood only. Because I'm quoting, I'm Indian, I'm Indian. And then it's not I'm quoting, I'm Indian that's making me Indian. You are understanding. It's not that you have to look at your passport every day and only if you look at your passport, then you're Indian. And if you don't look at your passport, then you're American. <laughs> Why do you look at your passport? It's actually not meant for you, it's meant for others. The passport is just, just some verification that you're Indian. But you know you're Indian. You know how many wake up every day in the morning, is looking at the passport and then going out to work? How many of you are doing that? Put your hands up. Why are you not doing that? You know. You know you're Indian. You don't have to keep looking at the passport. But why do you keep looking at the word? Because you forget. <laughs> and then you act like a bunch of the world, from the patterns and cycles of the world. And then you really need the passport. Bhai, remind me who I am. That's what sanctification is. That's why the word is there. You're born of the word. If you constantly keep sanctifying, you don't need to. After some time, you'll realize you're not doing it. Because you know. It's by natural, it's coming. So everything that we are saying here is not for you to become. It is you are. And if the word says, if you don't believe in James, it says you are deceiving yourself. And then you'll see that the promises are not working for you because it says, the man who looks into the perfect law of liberty, he hears and then he's a doer. He's not a forgetful person. But the person who forgets, it says, this man is not blessed in what he does. So you're hearing the word and now when application time came, like now a situation like that, what was her only responsibility? Just don't forget. That's it. That's what she did. It was not about quoting scriptures. In the midst of that problem, she didn't let the problem drag her. She sanctified and said, yeah, the world is acting in this way. And there is this sort of, it looks like wisdom, but this wisdom of the world will lead to death. Because this wisdom says, take all your phones from your kids and lock them in the locker. And then God's wisdom was something completely different. God says in the blood, rest. Let go of the child to me. Let me be parent over your child. He's literally saying that. And even as she did that, how beautifully now that he is responding to her. This is what sanctification means. Now it will come naturally. Once you start believing your origin, born again means born from above. Seek those things that are above. Set your mind on things that are above. What does he mean? It means where you are. You're seated at the right hand of the father, born again, born from above. That's what he's saying. Don't forget your origin. And then all of these things are shifting for you. All of the promises are getting added for you. It's a life of rest. What is happening? Your soul is getting saved. Your mind is getting renewed. From out of the patterns and cycles of this world and now conforming to this world where it's a rest, where everything for you is fathered 
okay and that's that constant separation that is happening is neha in our midst neha you're the girl who shared that testimony how many were encouraged by the testimony i put on that group i thought she is from bangalore but she is from bombay and she shared this testimony of a impending illness that can be in your body and how is it by rest and even as she goes in deeper and deeper rest the truth is the facts are that there can be something in her mortal body but the truth is that there is a greater law in her that will subdue the inferior law which is the law of death the law of life is greater and so what happens how do you get this law of life working by believing and the more you believe what will happen you'll just rest and that life resurrection life will keep pumping all of the lying symptoms out of everybody now for her it was her physical health for her it was her child for somebody else it can be finances and that's how you keep for, so what is it for finances tithe i'm telling you take your bit that's how you get i'm not saying this because beloved needs cash <laughs> i'm saying this so that you get rich tithing is so good for covenant of if you want to rule over money take your portion chunk and give it to him the high priest because he sanctifies it because all mammon mammon is called as evil in the bible all your money just comes from wherever it's going from prostitutes from wherever all that money comes and how do you sanctify it and set it apart by tithing do you know that her money didn't get stuck but her assistance has got stuck and she needed when she came to me she said priya it's a big chunk of money something whatever i said no justification needed i don't need to know whether it's even right she could have just added some more also it's okay doesn't matter no justification what separates it the tithe <laughs> doesn't matter it's yours what you call this is what you want no justification this is hers and she said that i'm going to fight for the other one i said first you get your out then the others now she is becoming savior for her assistant she got her money out it didn't get stuck it didn't need any justification the tithe separates it now don't ask me how what just do it you'll see it then you'll realize it you get to rule over money with tithing okay that's how it will serve you i was reading yesterday the word um let me finish that i'm going to read that okay i was at <clears throat> Two Colossians two. Uh, okay, did I finish Peter? I finished Peter. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That means here there is a law working. How do you escape it? By being partakers of the divine nature. How do you get? By resting. By separating. how many are understanding you have the spirit of understanding you are understanding okay sanctification happens naturally as you start believing who you are you don't have to work it out you are understanding okay rishi may have had to look at his passport when he went to dubai maybe in the first few days because they all look the same but he knows that he is indian in another land different laws will apply to him he still indian in another land okay after some time he will start flowing but what laws will apply to him laws of dubai 
from his government because he's still Indian. So we're in this world and it says in Isaiah that a government came with Jesus and the government will be upon his shoulders. So you have a government we operate from and then there is a government of this world but we come from another government. So our laws are different. So Superman can be in this world and he can be with a lot of people around with COVID but he can say but COVID has no, um, has no dominion over me because I come from another world. I come from another law and my law is greater than the law of your world and he will just rest. That is your truth, sons. That is your truth. What a beautiful testimony about her son. That's why I told her, I said, please go and share this because not only, this was not about she praying to Jesus. This is about a situation very real there for six months. She's confirmed to the patterns of the world. There's wisdom in the world. But now suddenly God's wisdom looks very different. And he just says, your children are taught by me, relax. What? It's too simple. No, it is that simple. And so she sanctifies. She even gave her gadgets back to her son, by the way. But now he doesn't want them. He's not using. What better way? Because the desire is only not there for the son. Who can do all of these things? Only the father. What a life of rest. So for you, the, hear the message on love in spirit and in truth. Irresponsibility, it looks like the world. She's not keeping the gadgets away. She's highly responsible because she's very aware of her position. Okay, where she is. Setting her minds on things above, meaning not forgetting where I come from. Okay, constantly separating yourself. So we, we, we come out, we've escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That's how you sanctify yourself. Okay, I was reading yesterday. Um, okay, let's read uh, two Col uh, Colossians 3. Colossians 3, if then you were raised with Christ, Jesus died, he was buried, you were buried, you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Set your mind on things above. What does it mean, set your mind? Focus on things above, not on things of the earth. Why? <gasps> because you died and they're not applicable to you. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. You become a new creation, a new creature. Yesterday I was reading, let's read Jesus. I was reading, uh, I just, I love this uh, a testimony of Jesus. Okay, let me read that. Okay, let's go to Mark chapter 3, chapter 4, verse 35. So I really love this, Th verse 35. The wind and the wave obey Jesus. Say this. The winds and the wave obey me. Say that. The winds and the wave obey me. That means what happened? They subdued themselves to him. How do you get a situation to subdue itself to you? 
in the midst of the situation, not letting the situation tell you who you are. Sanctifying. Jesus always says, I have sanctified myself by the word for you. In John, he says, just the way sanctify them by your, by your truth, your word is truth, just as I have sanctified myself. In all things, in all situations, how does Jesus conquer everything? He doesn't let the very thing suck him into that and give him an identity. He's constantly separated. And why is he separated? Because he knows who he is. Because he knows he's come from above. He's in this world, but not of this world. Constantly separating himself out. And now look at this, okay? Verse 35. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. So that it was already filling. The waves beat into the boat. Pictureize that. Waves beat into the boat. The boat is already filling with water. Look at this. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. What part of him was still? His mind. Be still, rest your mind, and know that you are a son of God, born again, born from above. Be still. In the midst of the storm, the water is filling the boat. It's going like this. The waves, the thunder. His head is on a pillow. Headrest. What part of you is coming, getting saved? I told you. Your mind, your soul is coming into a place of absolute rest in every area. That's when you overcome. That very thing. Where you don't make your foundation that thing. Because then it's shaking you and your absolute rest that no, I will not let this situation tell me who I am. I am Christ in me is Lord of the Shabbat, of your rest. Okay, now see this, it says, and he was in the stern asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Do you not care that we are perishing? How did Jesus expect his disciples to overcome this whole thing? Let's read ahead. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Verse 40, but he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? In other words, he was trying to tell them to just be still. Rest. He expected them to have his position of sleeping on the pillow. In the midst of the storm. To overcome that. And now what it says, look at this verse 14. I love this. It really caught my attention again yesterday. And they feared exceedingly and they 
feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? That's you. Who can you be, that all the spiritual realm, everything around, the principalities, powers, everything, they submit to you. All principalities, power, might, dominion, everything is under your feet. How did the wind and the sea obey him? Why did Jesus wake up? What if the disciples had never woken him up? Would he have gotten up? I think he would have just continued sleeping. Why? Because I've shared this before. Creation, creator will always be greater than creation at any level. He is Lord. And everything was submitting to him because in the midst of the situation, he doesn't get sucked by the situation. All of the emotions, everything, he didn't get sucked by it. And then from that place of rest, now everything is submitting to him. In the midst of your problems, sanctification is don't let the problems give you an identity. You separate it. So I, I understand the kids can be crying and tears in their eyes and everything and we don't allow ourselves to get sucked by it. Don't forget what manner of man you are. And all these things will submit to you. What kind of man are you that even the winds and the seas, they obey you. They submit to you. That's what the world will see. And how do you get them get how will the world get to see this? Sanctify yourself. Separate yourself. In all things, I'm in this world, but not of this world. I told you when Jesus walked on the world, he looked like one of us. But when people looked at him, they knew he's not one of us. How can they tell? How can heathen men tell this guy is different? He talks different. He walks different. He has authority. In all things, he separates himself. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. Sanctify yourself by the truth. Your word, his word in you is truth. Look up the promises of God. You know, as Jigar was saying this, I want to read that, okay? I like what he did. I like in the midst of the problem when that thing came, he didn't call me up for prayer. He can, but he didn't. Why does he not? Because he's another son of God. And so in the midst of that situation, look at it, what it says in Mark 16. It says, Mark 16 verse 15, And he said, after Jesus rose again, he said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. If you don't believe, you're still in that cycle of sin and death. You'll just remain there. Okay? Whoever doesn't know Christ, they can't have the promises of God, yes and amen. You have to be in Christ. So that's why if somebody is here, if a sick person calls you, doesn't know Christ, you are a son of God, so you'll have to lay hands on them. After they've come here, what do you do? I teach them to rest. Resurrection life is in you, is kicking things out of you. Okay? So look what it says here. It says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. These signs will follow Jigar because he believes. In my name, Jigar will cast out demons. He will speak with new tongues. 
he will take up serpents and if he drinks anything deadly it will by no means hurt him he will lay hands on the sick and they will recover this is his promise why will they recover because jigar has become a son of god the law of life is in him so wherever he goes and puts hand to something death is in the greater law the lower law will be subdued the greater law will give way that's what resurrection life is in you how did how how did he do, do it when the friend call either in that moment he can talk about the problem oh yeah she's going to die yes just act like the world or in that moment he didn't forget what manner of man he is yeah but i'm a son of god i can do something about this and he did it and he saw the fruit also same thing she is going down south she is going for this big movie i even i didn't know about it tollywood is very difficult it's difficult but it it's it also pays higher than bollywood okay it's very very good and she's going she's being a life giving spirit even the guy who's driving he's a lost son because if he's getting all of that life from her in relationships i told you your loved ones you have to be lion king open your mouth and speak your words are spirit and their life they will do what they were sent out to do we are not saying their words who you are ministering to are spirit and their life so forget their reactions your words will do what they are supposed to do so you speak that truth and go she spoke the truth went who came after her for more truth he was running after her and wants more life tell me more about this jesus okay and what happens is because that word is doing what it's supposed to do every word that you speak see you're on this side a son of god with his life in you your words are no more go and your words are no more come whose words are they the father says come the son will come so we don't need head understanding i have never psyched myself to date with anyone with the gospel i just told them the father loves you he's he's the one who made you and pretty much they say okay <laughs> and then people wonder how they come in i said yeah it's like that because my words are spirit and they are life they will do what they were supposed to do just the way jesus said come and peter dropped his net and came remember when all the when the the soldiers came to get jesus and what did he say i am and they all fell down they didn't even believe he is the one how did they all fall down i am <laughs> really the movie start understanding how much the father allows us i was reading yesterday it says god is not long suffering uh, sorry god is not slack in his promise concerning you but he's long suffering so that all may be saved so he's so long suffering towards you he waits he waits your father is long suffering and you are just like him i am long suffering say that yeah so that you're all saved okay so he's so long suffering towards us but you're waking up what does it mean every time we say you know you're waking up you're waking up to who you are because we fell asleep right we adam sinned you were in this realm you were calling the devil your father and you were all messed up and now you've come into this realm and now you have new realities new truths all your life you call somebody else your father 
and he taught you all rubbish and now we are coming on this side of the cross in a new world, new promises, truth that has never been told to us, a bunch of lies we believed in and now you are waking up to the new truths of who you are. So it's a more rest. Stop trying to think you need to become something. That's the biggest lie you'll believe. The biggest truth you'll believe is that you already are. And the word and everything that you're listening is simply reminding you every day that this is who you are. You're not becoming this. This is absolutely who you are. And sometimes if you just rest, you'll see who you are work on your behalf. Because it's a law. It's like a lion doesn't have to force himself to grow out the mane. It will just come out even as he realizes he is a lion. And by definition, his nature will grow out the mane. So even as you learn to just relax, that everything, whatever we are sharing here is who you are, stop running after the problem, and that it will self-extinguish itself because it's trying to drag you, that's what the devil does, tries to pull us out of rest and tries to make us run after the problem, gets us into the identity of being a human. And then you separate and say, no, everything is telling me I'm human, but I'm not, I'm a son of God. I separate myself. And then you see his blood and his righteousness go and work on your behalf for you. The Bible says, stand still. Another word for stand, if you look it up, it says, position yourself and see the salvation of God. What does that mean? In all things, position. Don't forget. Rest, take your seat. And let me see my righteousness, the kingdom, the blood go and work on my behalf for me. Okay, and what is happening even as you're resting? I told you in all situations that are coming up to you, like trials, in all situations, you'll start producing fruits. To some it is love, to some it is joy, it is peace, to some it is patience, to some it is long-suffering, to some it is kindness, and all of these fruits are getting produced. How is the creation recognizing the tree? How do you judge a tree? By the fruits. By the fruits. Okay, all things are subduing. How did the winds and the sea obey him? How does creation can tell? He's a son. All creation knows who the son is. I'm telling you, all of creation knows. The creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons. How will he know who are the sons? How will creation know? By your position. Even as you're resting, it knows. This is the sun. That's how it says the winds and the sea obey him. They will obey you. You will see situations changing and sanctifying them it itself to you. The fig tree didn't produce for somebody else, but it's producing for you. The winds and the seas, they didn't obey for them, but they're obeying you. The sun was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. How do you destroy it? by not running after it, by not forgetting, so that now when you walk, the demons flee. They know who's a son. You take your position in small things. How are these things working out? I always tell everybody, you have a cancer in your body, forget about it. Take down other things. It could be as simple as in the midst of the sickness that has shown up in your body, 
you see maybe you had a situation like geetu's your child just irritating you and then in that position if you came into the inheritance and a position of a son and you took that word sanctified you'll see how the very cancer in your body also leaves because it doesn't work fruit by fruit or like victory is not taken in you know in comp uh, in compartments it just goes because you came in that area you started seeing life now everything else goes that's why when rheumatoid arthritis in my body it was not like rheumatoid arthritis left everything left i had hives and other things also they all left i didn't have to sit praying everything to leave i came to know it's not in my nature resurrection life is in my nature so the pain was there but i started now not running after the pain i started resting in resurrection life is in me so it will keep kicking it out and this is resurrection life's responsibility not mine that was pretty much my thinking then i just started relaxing more and then i started seeing just one day everything just disappeared like a big lie so what happened a greater reality subdued the lesser reality the greater law kicked out the lower law it started working it started pumping and now you're just living off living off it okay that's how you get it that's how you get all things all things are added by through righteousness what is righteousness right with god you're in christ it's a position you're a son of his blood that's what righteousness means you're a son of his blood don't make it a work rest more okay for the ones who come and tell me i'm saying some i'm saying son you're saying son but you don't believe it start believing in small things just do whatever problems are in your life if the maid didn't show up address the maid issue in that how will you be a son see the truth oh i rest okay this is not i'm going to do this for me it was i was dealing with this one problem forever and i have to talk about it and then i was like i'll let her go i'll get a new maid my life is not entangled tied around her she's not my foundation christ is and so i just after 6 years of talking about it and cribbing about it and i can have a testimony in her and life in her but that doesn't mean i have to stay married to her she can move on and i can give life to somebody else and so i got a new maid who's such a blessing and guess what i stopped talking about the problem and then i started seeing that even when i took that in this situation i started seeing others other situations also fall easily i started seeing more more help coming in whether they were my assistants whether it was my drivers i just started seeing an abundance just come in even in the small thing the problem that was there i took it down i started seeing other things position themselves and take their place you are understanding start doing the very things don't come and talk to me about revelation when is rapture in your life right now whatever situations are there address them through your sonship that is what the holy spirit is interested in not when rapture is happening you 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 start solving those things in your life and you'll see how everything else starts submitting to you and that sickness and all will also disappear it works like that okay now what is happening you're being a son in small things you started so now spiritual realm also knows oh she's waking up cancer one day i can't stay in this body gone out and you realize it had nothing to do with you praying about the cancer it just left now it, another thing you can be in conversations you're with your friends shut your mouth and zip your mouth sanctify yourself that they are talking like this the patterns and cycles of the world says you talk about and talk all bad things i'll sanctify myself i mean this world i'm not of this world i'm going to zip my mouth 
I'm not. And you saw what is it that by zipping your mouth, you've been praying for a job for the longest time and the job came and served you. How did the winds and the sea obey him? How did this, the job come and obey you, submit to you? It comes like that. Take dominion in small things, meaning don't forget you're a son in small things, in the Nariel Wala that she went. In, uh, you know, in uh, all of this is you're living out your sonship in small things. And then you'll realize the bigger things, they align, align itself to you. I was reading yesterday in James, one last verse and then we close. You want to read that in James? Let's read James. Chapter... I love that picture that came, you know, I didn't realize I've only made that picture. <laughs> Sometimes things come up on the internet and then I realize I made this, <laughs> that picture. Uh, James chapter, how many chapters does James have? Five. James chapter three. Okay, let's read that. Um, verse two. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Look also at the ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a, what does it say? Is a fire. Remember when at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, what does it say? What is the illustration it gives? Tongues of, on each one's head appear tongues of fire. Now see this, the tongue, so, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. A world of iniquity means what? Sin, death, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles, it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude. That means in the image of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear fruits? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Okay, let me read that again. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same ground? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. You are a tree of life. Your words are spirit and they are life. Okay? Start sanctifying now. And this is consciously what I am doing. What do you speak? My words are only there to lift somebody up. I always tell beloved, if you have nothing good to say, 
Please don't say anything. Don't go and tell person they're looking tired. You're not looking good. Build them up. Okay, edify. Because love lifts up. Love builds up. Sanctify what you speak. Zip your mouth. Constantly sanctify in all things. And you'll see, like I said, in conversations, you don't have to be part of those conversations. Sanctify yourself. And even as you start doing, some people might leave and that's okay. God is getting you new set of friends, new sons. Okay? In all things, you are a life-giving spirit. Not a life Sucking spirit, life-giving spirit. That's who you are. That's your nature. Okay, I've been reading on this, uh, and that's why it says, uh, you know, when the, the first thing that God got hold of the promise of the Holy Spirit, it said, it God got hold of your tongue, <laughs> and that's why if you don't know what to pray, what does it say? Get hold of your tongue. He caught hold of man's tongue. Imagine. <laughs> and made it a tongue of fire. That's why I feel every time you're speaking in tongues, one of my friends had this dream. Have you seen Transformers movie? Transformers where this, uh, you know, you become like a car or something. And she saw that even as she began to pray in tongues, suddenly her car became bulletproof. And it just transformed into this bulletproof thing and nothing could touch. Okay, literally like that. And it says tongues builds you up. It builds you up in your most holy faith. When you don't know what to pray, pray in tongues. Spend some time, spend in tongues. I'm planning to do a fast. Those who want to do a fast, just separate yourself. Sanctify yourself. Be in the word. Take a few uh, scriptures. Just meditate on who you are. Rest in it. And uh, just fast. Not because it's Palm Sunday or whatever Sunday. Just something that I was led to do. And just separating myself and fasting and just uh, throwing all the junk out, you know, sometimes from the patterns and cycles of the world. There's so many lies that you can believe and you constantly sanctifying what does your word say? How do I, how do I, what is your wisdom in this situation tell me to do? Show me your wisdom and God will start showing you his wisdom. And that's what you're doing, you're sanctifying, okay? So we're going to close in prayer today. So today was like a recap and um, I believe you've got life out of that. Okay, in that, um, co-labor with the Holy Spirit, Gitu co-labored, Jigar co-labored, Heer co-labored, all of the testimonies were about somebody co-laboring with the Holy Spirit. Okay, and you're going to see more and more life produced out of you. For those who have sickness in the body, symptoms of sickness in the body, okay, close your eyes right now and say this, Father, I live because of you my life is coming from the Holy Spirit that is living in me and right now Holy Spirit you are resurrection life and you are giving life to my mortal body repelling and kicking out every manner of death yeah now right now just begin to pray in tongues and see life Holy Spirit giving life to your mortal bodies. Oh, Rahadariya Radapa. Shek Rahadariya Radapa. Steriya Ranabha. Vyahadariya Radapa. Kirahadala Runoba. Vyahadariya Radapa. Steriya Radapa. Shek Rahadariya Radapa. Stolo Rotoropa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Resurrection Life. You're kicking out every bit of death and darkness, every bit of tiredness out of each one's mortal body. 